0: Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men, for men, looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Pashkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today and let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. We have an important topic coming your way and it's all about how to train around pain and train around injury. And this is so important because if you're active and you train hard, chances are that at some point you're gonna encounter some pain or an injury at some time or another. And while pain and injury is common, most people have no idea how to keep training and making progress when pain or injury actually occurs. And instead of surrendering to the injury and throwing in the towel, Today we're going to discuss how to effectively train around pain and injury. And instead of seeing it as a setback, today you'll learn more strategies to turn the setback into an opportunity. So as the owner of our local physical therapy clinic here in Carlsbad, California, I've seen a lot of injuries come and go. And these aches, pains, and injuries are so common in the active population. But most people don't know how to stay healthy and fit when they actually do occur. Now we'll see people with various injuries. We see tendonitis, we see back pain, shoulder pain, we see joint issues, we see people that might have had a surgery or might have had an old surgery that still is affecting them. And in any instance, when the pain or the injury occurs, most people default to freezing or not taking action. They assume that complete rest is necessary. A lot of times, and unfortunately, I I wish it wasn't the case, but a lot of times when people come to see us, their back pain has been going on for two weeks, four weeks, six months, five years, and people just assume that, well, I'll put my health, I'll put my exercise on a back seat until this gets better. and That is absolutely the wrong approach. When these people come in, what we do is immediately try and get them moving, get them The exercises that they can be doing both specifically for the injury that they might have as well as making sure they're staying on top of other areas and it's amazing the amount of progress people make when they learn how to effectively and efficiently train around injuries and maximize their health and fitness through that process and I know what it's like to have to step back from your training due to pain due to injury even minor injuries can feel like major setbacks. I've been there where I'm grooving in my training. I'm absolutely progressing. Everything feels good and then something happens. And sometimes it's my fault. I can I I'm definitely can take ownership for that. I'm not uh, immune to those errors to doing stupid stuff, to pushing myself too hard when I know I shouldn't be. My wife would definitely attest to that. But sometimes it seems it seems almost silly or stupid. It's uh It's just turning around or one rep that seemed to just not quite feel right. Didn't make anything of it. And then my back didn't allow me to lift heavy for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. This happened recently. I did a sandbag workout. My back felt a little tight after. And then I was out of training for three or four weeks out of, out of training the way that I wanted to be. Let me, let me clear that up. But it's important to still in those cases, find ways to still train and still make progress. Now, I've had lots of those minor injuries. I've been extremely thankful that nothing major has come. I've had no major surgeries, but even something as small as I had a, a low back surgery to get a, a cyst removed, and this put me out of training for, I thought it was going to be something minor, but I guess you can't lift for a long time after that, at least lift the way you want to, and this, that's something that set me out of training the way I wanted to for probably closer to, to 12 weeks, but there's ways that I grew in different ways, both physically and mentally, that I want to talk about here today and give you guys some solutions, some strategies of how to train, how to address your health, how to address your mindset when these things do happen, because inevitably, they're going to happen. I I have a very good hunch, if you're listening to this, you've had some kind of flare-up of some degree that's kept you from training the way that you want to. But that is not the end of the world. There are plenty of things to do to keep you actually not just surviving it, but progressing through it. So let's talk about how you can effectively train around pain or injury the next time that this happens to you. Number one, don't stop training. This is the biggest mistake that we see. Like I talked about earlier in the instance where someone tweaks their back or something happens is they stop training altogether. They think that they need to rest it. Which is true, you might need to rest the given area, but you should not stop training altogether. There are always things you can be doing. It might look a whole lot different than what your training's used to. If you're if you go to group classes or you're doing hit style workouts, it might be taking a break from some of those things and focusing on a different area. But that does not mean that stopping training is the answer. And that's something that want to start with because that's the most important thing keep training to some degree. It might be less intensity. It might be less frequency. It might look different, but that is key to not only keeping your health and fitness, but keeping your mentality, your positive mentality, keeping uh, your actual, actually going to help healing in those cases as well. Second piece here, don't avoid pain altogether. So pain is important when we tweak something. Let's use a, we we roll our ankle. Swelling is good. Tightness is good. Those things are good because that's what allows the body to protect itself and to heal. But if we look at pain in general, pain is very poorly understood of why it happens and it doesn't always link directly to tissue damage. So in the acute phases, as our body's designed to, if we suffer an injury, pain is a good thing because it keeps us from pushing where we shouldn't be pushing. But when things become more chronic in nature, and even after a couple weeks of time, pain does not directly correlate to muscle damage, tissue damage, or anything like that. Now that's important to know because you could have a back injury that happened while squatting or deadlifting. And those movements can still feel painful weeks out, months out, for some people, years out. But that doesn't mean you're still having the same damage that initially happened when you first did it. Your body is just sensitive to that movement and guarded of that movement. And our nervous system and our brain, which control some of the pain and discomfort, are just heightened. And to reverse that, you have to work into those positions of pain a little bit. Now, this doesn't mean if you're having eight or nine out of 10 intensity pain that you should be pushing through that. But there's nothing wrong with working up into two, three, even four out of 10 pain. Is something that's gonna actually help you heal and help you get past this. So if we stay in that example of you hurt your back deadlifting, I would encourage you to not avoid that movement. Now, this does not mean lift a heavy weight, go pick up a barbell, but doing some simple hip hinging where you're just without any weight bending down and working on that pattern, doing uh, single leg deadlift, doing good mornings, doing different things that are maybe really lightweight, use some bands, use some things that help you to still do this movement. And you'll be surprised how much better that you feel with this. In the last example where I hurt my back, I was having a hard time doing just that, doing deadlifting, but I would do some banded good mornings. I would do some Hex bar deadlifts, some different things that were less stressful, deadlifts with the kettlebell, doing different things that weren't by any means heavy. But they showed my body that, okay, this is safe. This isn't, this isn't all damaged, this isn't all bad. This is still something we can do. So you have to change your perception a little bit around the movement. You're not trying to go heavy, you're not trying to PR, but you do want to start to work that movement in as soon as possible. And that's going to help with the healing, both physically and also help with the confidence in the movement to not make sure that that's something that you end up not being able to do down the road. So next point, work out the opposite side when able. There's some crazy studies out there that actually if you injure one side of your body, we tend to think that working on the other side will create imbalance or create problems. You don't want to become too Bulky or strong on one side and neglect the other side, but there's actually been studies that have shown that when you train one side of your body, there's actually a cross body effect that occurs. So you actually maintain strength better on your injured side when you're training on the non injured side. So this is something that don't worry about getting imbalanced. That stuff's much easier to correct down the road. Take advantage of the opportunity that you can still train on the one side, do that, and Uh, Try and build on the other side to help actually heal the injured side. So, if you hurt your bicep, you can still do bicep curls on the other side. So, you can still look good on the other side, and that will actually help your injured side as well. So, keep that in mind. Work out the opposite side when able. Uh, The next point, along with that, is work out the opposite area of the body when able. So, if you have a lower body injury, there's nothing that's stopping you from doing upper body. Uh, Some of the logistics of setup or Barbell position or different things can affect that, but there are plenty of ways to get creative and work the opposite body. If you have an upper body injury, you can do lower body stuff. If you have both sides, if you have a shoulder and an knee injury, there's still probably some core stuff you can do. So, the summary with a lot of these points is going to be get creative and make sure that you're still moving. Next important point is make sure that you're working out other energy systems when able. So in the example of my recent back injury, you know, injury, flare-up, whatever you want to call it, I was not able to go heavy like I wanted to. on lower body at least, so still able to go heavy on upper body, but I didn't want to neglect other energy systems such as cardio. So I used it as more opportunity. Rowing was fine for me. Running was fine for me. So using other energy systems to make sure that addressing overall fitness and still making progress in the ways that want to be. So make sure that you're considering all the different energy systems. So the low and slow cardio, that would be like long steady state, a long steady run or bike ride. That would be the intermediate energy systems. So think more like your intermediate style hit training where you're doing circuits, it's a little longer duration, and then going heavy. So make sure that you're addressing all those and similar to working out other areas of your body, make sure that you're working out other energy systems when able. And this ties in closely with the next point, keep your cardio and your conditioning up. This is really important with injury. Uh, This is really important because one, it helps with healing, and two, it helps with your overall fitness. And it has so many other effects for, for your body in terms of your mood, so many different things. So make sure that even if you have an injury, find a way to keep your cardio and keep your conditioning up. If you have a lower body injury, uh, this could be using an upper body bike or using, if you have access to something like a, a ski erg where you can do all upper body cardio or battle ropes or something like that. If you have an upper body injury, you can definitely walk. You might be able to run. You can probably get on a salt bike. You can probably do some of these things or a stationary bike. That will help you keep your cardio and conditioning up. So keep that in mind. Again, get creative with what that looks like. I've seen people with pretty nasty plantar fasciitis or ankle or lower body injuries still get creative and get on the rower with uh, using a their foot on a med ball and and have having that slide with them as they go or assault bikes a great tool because if you have one limb affected one upper body you can get one arm on there both legs and vice versa if you have a lower body injury you can kick one foot up on the stationary pedal and then use the other one to help so get creative with this and this will tie right into our next point. Utilize the right equipment. Get creative. Assault bikes are a great tool if you're looking to keep up your conditioning. Find machines. There's nothing wrong with machine work during this. If, if that's the easiest way to get some uh, lower body strengthening, you might, if you have a shoulder injury, you might not be able to hold a, a barbell back squat, but you can definitely get on a leg press or get on some of these different things and find ways to strengthen that way. Use exercise balls. Use bands. Use bands. There's a ton of specialty bars out there now too. So we have uh, at our clinic, and we use this a lot for people with back and shoulder injuries, we have a, what's called a safety squat bar. And it's a, it's a bar that instead of holding it all the way on, the, on your back, it has handles that kind of helps you to rest in front of you. And this allows the shoulder to be in a very safe position. So people with shoulder injuries have no problem. It's not putting direct pressure on there. Or people with back injuries, it just puts them in a little better position. I mentioned earlier using a hex bar, which is tends to be a more back friendly variation than something like a traditional barbell deadlift. So find some options out there. There's different even upper body bench press bars that put your shoulders in a different position, allow you to grip neutral, use dumbbells. So many options out there to be able to do this and can't get into everything today, but I hope this guy, I hope this at least gives you guys some guidance in terms of where to start some ways to start to get creative because there are so many ways out there and granted I do this for a living this is what my specialty is is helping people through injury helping them stay fit helping them stay active and helping them reach high levels of performance but even if you don't have that exercise background there are plenty of things that you can probably think of to work on even if you are working through an injury so reminder if you are active the pain or injury is almost inevitable. And you have a decision to make when this occurs. Will you find a way to grow and turn a setback into an opportunity or will you let key areas of your health and your life slip? And I want you to think about this the next time you get hurt and you can't train the way you want. Instead of letting your nutrition go, avoiding the gym altogether, and feeling upset with the situation, imagine making the most of the situation and actually improving and progressing physically and mentally through it. And that's possible with the right approach. That's one thing that didn't mention in the earlier notes is use this to work on other areas of your life. This is something that even if worst case scenario, the the injury is so bad that you can't do a lot of things physically that you want. If you have really debilitating back pain, still try and take a attitude of progress and take an attitude of, okay, I can't train right now, but I can still eat well. I can still focus on my relationships. I can still focus on my family. I've been wanting to read more. I can use that to read more. I've been wanting to focus on my spiritual life. I can take some time for that. Use these opportunities as periods of growth. Take the setback and turn it into an opportunity. And I know, training around pain or injury can be complex. And if you're not sure what to do, head on over to our site and set up a free strategy session to talk about what you can do to turn the setback into an opportunity. I would love to help out. We do physical therapy work we do exercise programming uh, we help people train around pain or injury all the time and if you're struggling with this I would love to at least get on the phone with you and talk you through some of these strategies in a little more specifics give you a little more individual guidance of how to lay out a plan that will help you so go ahead and head over to the link in the show description if you need to set that call up I would love to talk to you guys but thanks for listening today guys this is a really important topic cuz one that you're going to encounter I encounter somewhat regularly more regularly than I would care to admit but next time this happens you will be ready so thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you tomorrow thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the men made for more podcast I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today if this is your first time listening thanks for being here The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself and the show please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.